Uh, do you hear me well? Please let me know. Do am I right? Yes. Okay. Good. Good to see you here. All all of you here. Thank you so much for being with, uh, with me together tonight. And um, before we start, we still have like a one or two minutes before the official start. Any questions for me? Maybe you can pause there so I can address during the during our, our little talk. Any special question question on the, on the material that we already seen? No question. Okay, very good. Uh, well, if you uh, did the Lokin speak to the angel? The answer is yes. Uh, we'll talk about that too. Any other question? That's of course that Rashi said. Beside our other consultations. Uh, so, any other question? All right. So I think we are about to, ready to start. And uh, just to enter the mood, to repeat, uh, just to uh, pick up where we left, we left about last time. So what I want to remind you that we are talking about precision of a concept. Precision in definition. Uh, precision of knowledge in terms. What distinguish between Ben Noach or Bat Noach uh, from the rest of the world is that uh, Ben Noach knows precisely uh, who created the world and what was his name and he knows, or she knows, that uh, this name, precise name Elohim, cannot be just uh, trans translated to the European word God because it loses the whole meaning. So it has to be exact word. If you just change, it's amazing how one word is changed. You're not precise with the, with the, with the nomenclature. You just change the irresponsibly one word and you erase the whole message. No judgment, no Rosh Hashanah, no, 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 no Sabbath, no nothing. If you just replace the word Elohim with the word God, then the, the whole message is forgotten, erased. And, uh, Today uh, we're gonna this and, and last time we we mentioned there is another attribute ah. of the infinite creator, the attribute of mercy, and the same thing is with her or him. Uh, we we will use her uh, the gender female only as a, to illustrate the mercy, but it's not. Uh, God forbid there is no 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 real gender here. It's just another face. Uh, but uh, she, uh, the, the attribute of mercy also you, uh, has a special name that cannot be replaced. 
and it has you have to know a Ben Noach and Bat Noach has to know exactly how to write it down, how to read it, how to utter it, how not to utter it, how to replace it maybe with another name, maybe less holy name. And 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 the precision is paramount here. That's that's what tell that's what tell that's a litmus test that will tell apart uh, the Ben Noach or Bad Noach from the rest of the world. The knowledge, the message that uh, he or she carries when she opens the Bible. She knows or he knows what, what is written there. What's the messages? Now, uh, as I infer already, uh, I said uh, a less holy name, I mean, uh, holy names can be replaced by a lesser holy names. And so this already tells you there is a whole scale of holiness in a different name. So some names are more holy than the other names. And, uh, and sometimes it's preferable to use lower name in order to, to avoid uttering the higher name. And we will see later on how it plays a role in prayers and so on in the synagogue. And uh, whoever doesn't understand that uh, uh, hierarchy, whoever doesn't understand which name replaces or may not replace other name, uh, is completely lost. The precision here is paramount because if you just change one word, one irresponsibly actually betray your ignorance and betray your completely oblivious of the story. So last time uh, we talked about uh, the, um, how the Elohim, the judge, went about to create men. And he, uses, he used the word uh, the famous uh, use the famous uh, word. Let us make men in our image and in other uh, and in our form and other uh, in our image. So to whom was he talking? To whom was he talking about? Uh, when he says, "Let us make men in our form in our image," we said. Uh, it could be, uh, I'm just kind of seeking the, this, well, the verse is there, put it on the screen. I'll choose eighth class here. So, when he said, uh, when he said, let us make men, Elohim said, let us make men in our form and in our image. So to whom we was it talking? We, that's what we discussed last time. And why did he use plural, pure plural, uh, let us? To whom he was it talking? First of all, uh, what what's the tone? What was the tone? And uh, we mentioned last time that it cannot be, it doesn't sound like an order. It's not an order anymore. It's a, it didn't say let it be man or let it be like he, previously it was a tyrant. He just said let us 
he said, let it be grass, and grass was there. He said, let the luminary hang in the sky, and the luminary were in the sky. Well, it took billions of years, but the Torah doesn't care. Everybody obeyed his word. There's no content. There's no, nobody rebelled. Nobody actually raised the brow. He said something, and immediately it happened. Immediately in, in God's, in Elohim uh, scale of time, a billion of years, nothing. So uh, he said something, and something happened, a tyrant. And the Torah doesn't even elaborate, doesn't care how exactly how the fish evolved. He said, let it be fish, and fish was there. But when it came to Adam, uh, he said, first of all, he changed the, the tone. He said, let, it, let us make man in our form. So let us uh, doesn't sound uh, a command. So with whom did he speak? Uh, did, he, did he ask anybody? Uh, did he uh, beg? Somebody, uh, uh, let let us, please, let us, is the word please missing here? He said, please let us make Adam in our form. Uh, so if he says, if that's possible, the Torah doesn't elaborate to whom he was talking here. The Torah left it on purpose, hidden. And we'll see why on purpose. In fact, the, the, whole, the whole idolatry trial is set up for us here according to Rashi so that's the source of the commandment number one right here so he, he made us to stand idolatry trial and by, by obscuring to whom he was talking so he was talking he said let us make men so who, who could be higher than him did he beg anybody so who, who was who was there higher than Elohim. Can I say, can I make a statement like that without committing idolatry? Yeah, just uh, stop somebody in the street and say, well, uh, God talked to somebody higher than him. Well, the person, the lay person in the street will look at you like crazy. What do you mean higher than him? Who is higher than, than, than God? So, uh, so it's idolatry. If I say that, it's an idolatry. If I say that, he begged somebody. Well, l let's see the other option. If he didn't be beg, if he didn't uh, beg anybody, so did he uh, consult with somebody equal to him? He said, uh, "Let's go and make Adam like you say. Let's go eat pizza, or let's go, let us go and do this and that." I will tell my friend at, uh, at the school, you know, let's go do this and that. So our peers, if I say that to the people in the street, you know, Elohim, you know, God, the judge, the almighty judge, he went around and he, he found uh, some, uh, uh, some uh, friends that were equal to him and he said, uh, let us make men. So they will all scold you, uh, they will actually stone you for, for being a daughter. How can you say that somebody is equal to God or to Elohim? So if that's not the case, so, so did he speak for somebody lower than him? So did he consult? 
So he did consult with somebody. Did, if it's not uh, asking somebody, did he consult with somebody saying, uh, let us meet. So who is smarter than him? Why should he consult with anybody to make me? I don't know. I would consult with somebody who can give me some input. I'll consult my teacher in medical school if I have a difficult case of a, of an eye injury. I don't know how to treat it. So I call him up and I consult him. He's smarter than me. But how should, why should Elohim consult with anybody? And, and let's say uh, the, 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 the only option that people will allow you to, to entertain is that he consulted with somebody lower than him, like the angel, or like the earth, or like whoever is below him. So why should he do that? Why should uh, uh, somebody so full of knowledge, who created knowledge, the, 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 the king, the, the, the the Almighty Judge, Elohim, why should he consult somebody who was lower than him, especially if he was a tyrant before that? You know, we know that he is a tyrant. He, when he created the fish and the, and the, and the grass and the beast, uh, he didn't consult with anybody. He just said, let it be snake, and snake was there. So why should he consult with our, with our uh, before our before our making, did he step down from a throne of a judge and became somebody we consult? So did did the the plural did the, uh, is the plural us U.S. Let us make men. Does it speak like a royal king, like the, we we the king of England? You know, we, the king of England, declare this and that. Who is we? There is only one king of England. But there is a royal plural. It's very nice, very royal to speak in plural. So in that case, uh, did he become a king here? And before that he was a tyrant? So what does it mean? What is the difference between a tyrant and a king? And why does the Torah tell us that he became a king before our making? Uh, now, so all this abundance, but this is all this difficult question. To whom did he consult? Higher than him? Begged him? Begged somebody? Consulted somebody? Told somebody? Uh, all these options that's apparently are on the verge of idolatry. If I say that to somebody in the street who is untrained in Judaism, you look at you and me and my crazy. <coughs> Why should he consult with anybody that's kind of diminishing his power? Is there anybody higher than him? And so on. Oh, that sounds like a very idolatrous training, and yet, and yet, this is the basic of Judaism. This is the basic of the Torah. We are talking about the verse that, that, that describes our making. If you don't know that verse, if you don't understand that verse, what else can you claim to understand in the, in the Bible? If you cannot explain that verse as it is, if you, if you, have, if you, don't, if you miss the message of that text, verse, what else can you claim to know? This is what, that's, that's described what we are here for. That's our creation. 
And amazingly, only the wisdom of the Torah can do that. To say that all the above, everything I just said, is true. Yes, he begged somebody. Yes, higher than him in holiness. Equal to him in holiness. Lower than him in holiness. He begged and are consulted even even the angel, although they didn't, the angel don't have any mind. Angel, our angel in Judaism is not European angels. The, uh, the Jude, in Judaism, angel is the message. The word angel in Malach is a message which absolutely, by definition, has no mind of its own. Absolutely, yet the, the Almighty consulted somebody asking me here, did he consult, did he speak with the angel? Well, he consulted the angel, as Rashi said. Although the angels are puppets. I, by definition, messenger, they have absolutely no power of their own. They are messenger. The word malach in Hebrew is, is, is a mundane. I can send a, a, a letter with, a, with an angel to my friend. Well, the angel is happened to, to ride on a, on a car, and he looks like me and, me and he is not an angel. He doesn't fly in heaven, yet he's called angel in Hebrew malach. Because Malach is a messenger in the simple Hebrew. So, so yet he, he, he consulted with any, all the above. So he begged, he consulted uh, with higher than him, equal to him, with lower than him. And, all, and, and he became a king. He spoke like a king. All these options and more are in entail and can tell and got the kosher stamp by the by the uh, rabbis by all the by the Talmud and by the Midrash and by and 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 the commentary and everything and all of them are okay and uh, of course provided that you understand what you're talking about and provided you understand the important message that each consultation uh, each, each consultation, uh, uh, each such cons consultation send us. So he built us, in fact, the Talmud says, the Torah says. He built us through that consultation. He looked, Elohim looked, when he, when he, wanted, when he wanted to, before he, he, before he made us, while, remember, this is the six-day trial. This is afternoon trial when he's standing there with a sword uplifted of, of, on over creation with a threat of annihilation. He's now judging not only the, the six-day flaw, but in, in, in judging now everything that he has made. Everything from the fourth, uh, first floor to the sixth floor, every here. And Elohim saw everything he has made, and um, and behold, it was very good. The sixth day was over. So he judged. Now he was judging everything. When he before he made us, he, he lifted up a, a very uh, uh, threatening sword. It was going to annihilate everything if we don't stand the trial. Let me discuss it. Uh, the color, the word color, that they're finished, he's going to finish it 
either with rough finishing with, with no no remnants no memory obliterate the creation totally or color the same word color as we discussed is a bride so either emit is bride which is the queen of the Sabbath either we meet her or he, he, or the, the or we are going is going and uh, the final at the end of the day is going to annihilate everything if he's not very satisfied his criteria now are not being good but very good so we discussed last time uh, so here is how he build us he build us by consulting different uh, different entities he's standing there he's stand, you, you can depict him standing on the sixth day with a sword uplifted on, on creation and he's talking he's talking let us to whom he's talking to everybody that is around him in a verse he's talking to the past he look around he talk to day number one number two number three number five number six he talked to the past as the Rambam says and Ramban says and other commentary and we'll talk about it so he turned back and he talked to the past let us you and me create men in our form he also talked to the future which is what the future is a Sabbath turned to the front and he said let us make men in our form to the Sabbath so he, he looked to the future and he uh, he made us from all his consultation from the past and from the future so we are here to escort him to meet his bride because we are made from the past and for element from the future so only we are here we know the future we have the feeling of it so we are here to escort him or to make him very pleased so we uh, we as we spoke last time, when he turned to the future, when he turned to the Sabbath, as he turned to the Sabbath, he uh, he looked at the attribute, at the attribute that control the Sabbath, the dwell on the Sabbath, and this is the attribute of mercy. So the attribute of mercy. Uh, live on the Sabbath or dwell, I wouldn't say live on the Sabbath that's not a good term he dwell, he control, he reign he reign, reign means uh, in the term of he is a king or she is a king if you wish she is a king of the Sabbath she reigned on the Sabbath so when I the Sabbath is a domain of the merciful, why? because in the Sabbath by definition there is no death, no sorrow, no malady, no sin, no retribution, elokim, rest, no new creation, and, and the mercy is over. If there is mercy, there is total forgiveness, total love, but no new creation, no death, no sin, and no punishment. So that's the domain of the Sabbath. So he turned to the Sabbath, and ask her to come over uh, to rule with, her, with him the world.
And we, as we said last time, I purposely fix it on here. So last time we discussed that she came to this world and uh, she said, well, uh, there is no room for me. How did she come down to this world? We said she came like a ray of light. The same light that was radiated later on from the menorah, from the candlestick that Moses put in the, in, in the Holy of Holy. That's the dwelling, the, 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 the temple is a dwelling place of the merciful one in this world. So she, the light that uh, shine out from the temple is the light of the mercy. And that's the light of the menorah. That's the light of the candlestick. She came down as a cherub. The cherub that, uh, there were two cherubs. The, the Elohim is a cherub depicted and a cherub. And uh, she, uh, the merciful one, also is a cherub. And, 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 and this is the same two cherubs that Moses put on the holy ark. And each cherub, is, if you don't know if you know, but each cherub has, a, one of them has a face of a boy, one of them has a face of a girl. Now, looking at each other with love, the wing kind of touching each other with love. Now, you can imagine that here is the shrine of monotheism. This is a shrine of oneness. This is a Torah, holy of holy place. And there are two cherubs depicted it. It, it looks like a very idolatrous idea to put a golden cherub right there. Unless you know what the golden cherubs are. They have no power on their own. Uh, the golden cherub has no power. They just symbolize the two cherubs that we are talking about. The two cherubs, the, the two attributes of the infinite creator that came to it came to look at down she, at, at, at the mat, uh, and uh, she came down from the Sabbath. So she looked like a cherub. She is also depicted as a dove. This is the same shy, merciful uh, dove that actually Noah sent out from the ark we mentioned, or the same dove that uh, the, the same dove that uh, sit on the wailing wall and cry, still crying for Israel until she come, Israel return to the Holy Land. So that's the same dove. So the merciful come, came down and she said, well, I have no room to sit here and to put my wing, or like to rest my wing here. Nobody knows me. There is no mercy in, in, in uh, in, in nature, and last time we spent the whole class actually describing, discussing the, the, the enormous dichotomy between mercy and absolute justice. It's just uh, one is incompatible with the other. There's no way they can, you can combine you easily in your mind to one. It's almost impossible. There are certain conditions uh, a certain legal condition, for instance, that to unite absolute mercy with absolute justice is almost impossible. And, uh, and uh, so she came down and she said, well, there's no way for me to dwell here. So he turned around to her. So that's, the, that's one of the consultations. We, we choose 
it shows that to describe as the first consultation, although it's not necessarily the first. There is no order here. He, can, he could consult and beg uh, different different uh, entities and different. For him, it's the same time. But we, to, for our discussion, uh, we put this as a number one because it depicts the, the, the history, the vector, the vector, the the, the, the direction where where history goes. So he consulted with her and uh, she agreed with her although we have to understand who is who is greater we'll, we'll leave the question for now who is greater who is more holy uh, who is more powerful who 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 is a, a dominant in the court in the heavenly court mercy or absolute justice if they clash Okay, that's that's a question we have to address later on. But she comes down, and she agreed to 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 join him, and to rule the world through Adam. So she will dwell. They will make. Let us make Adam. He said to her, "Let us make Adam in our one form and one uh, image." So it is talking to. To, to the merciful one, and he will, he Adam will be our child. We discuss. This is the the father, the heavenly father, and the heavenly mother that created us uh, in uh, in heaven uh, and uh, in Kabbalah, in mother and father in heaven. People always other religion know only the father. They don't understand the reason father and mother, and the father and mother only in terms of, of giving birth to Adam. Not because they are a, 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 a God female and a God male. It's just because they created in their love, in their, in their agreement, um, Adam. And uh, so she, come, they, and she came down, and by this she consolidated with the love the two cherubs held wing and wing and the flu over creation consolidating it as uh, the song in the temple holy temple of Jerusalem the Levite sang the song of Psalm I think 93 it says the word is consolidated today uh, so the sixth day the word was consolidated in love because in fact the Sabbath or the, the entity that ruled the Sabbath consolidated Consolidated the world because without without her without the mercy, uh, Elohim would would would, determ would terminate us. If he just if he just had he just continued to create another day like 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 all the previous day, he wouldn't be satisfied anymore. He would have eliminated uh, terminated the entire building already. The only reason that he, he agreed to continue to give the world another chance. Is because there is a chance for him to be very pleased and to to feel very good, and that's only when he meets the Sabbath, when he meets another attribute in in agreement. In agreement, all this uh, all this uh, uh, pantheological, all this picture should as a is a beautiful story, but ha you have to to think in Judaism. Think about it, not just the picture of godly drama. 
but it's a, it's a meaning of, for for the for for what is, where we are going, where the future is, and what is our task: unite unite absolute justice with absolute mercy. That's the meaning of that's the practical meaning of that. And here, we, that's actually where where we stopped last time. So all this first hour, uh, first half uh, half of our class, I really dedicated to kind of. Uh, uh, review uh, what we learned last time, and now I'm going to discuss uh, a, a little bit uh, new things. And the question is, well, what is the name of this uh, beautiful uh, attribute of mercy? And here, as I started our talk today, I said precision is paramount. You, it's, you need to know how to read it. You need to know how it's written. You need to know how to pronounce it. You need to know how to replace it with another name. With what name you can replace it and what name you cannot. And who is higher than this name? Who is lower than this name in holiness? Yes, there is a scale of holiness. And, and you have to, to, to address it properly because, and to understand the meaning of it. Because if you don't, then you are like all the others around us. You can, you can hold the Bible, you can dance with it, you can cry with it, you can pledge money for it, you can build temples for it, you can be a beautiful person with, and, and compose beautiful music, but you, if you don't understand what the, what the, the mercy, how to pronounce it right, you don't understand anything. You need to understand what mercy, what mercy is about. So first of all, how, the, how to call it? What's the name? How to call the attribute of mercy? Well, we know the, the attribute. Uh, we know the name of the first attribute we made. Now we know, we, we know, we know, we want to know the second attribute. What's how to pronounce it? Here comes the story. And the story is uh, told Adam, Adam, and Adam was created. He knew he was so smart that uh, that Elohim, uh, Elohim asked him, brought everything to him. I'm I'm looking for the verse. Oh, I thought it's here, but it's maybe not here. Elohim asked him. Uh, to call every creature to give it a name. Yeah, here it is. You see with the, with the uh, fade ink here. And he, and he brought them to Adam to see all the animals. This is chapter 2 there. In the Adam in, in the Eden. And he, the creator, brought them to Adam, the, all the animals, to see what name he, Adam, uh, would give them. And Adam was so smart that whatever whatever Adam named every living creature, this was its name. This is the name that the, that the Creator actually wanted to give. So Adam had the wisdom of, of the Creator, and if he called in Hebrew, uh, uh, the uh, sus, that's uh, the horse, the sus, 
So this is a, this is a so this is the name the Zeus the, the horse in English. Uh, this is the name that uh, that the, the uh, a creator wanted to 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 call the horse. Or he called the fish dog. So this is the name dog that uh, that he called. So Adam was so smart he could really hit it right. Whatever name he wrote, whatever creature it was it was was brought to him. In the Garden of Eden, this is before before the birth of of Eve, when he was still alone. So he, he could uh, he was full of science, he was full of knowledge, and he uh, he went around and he gave names, and the names were right. And the Talmud says, the Midrash says that uh, when 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 then after he finished calling all the names. So Elohim turned around to him and said, Adam, what name would you give me? So Adam had no hesitation and he said, well, you are my judge. You created me to stand judgment. So I called you Elohim. Elohim is my judge. Well, Elohim was pleased because this is exactly the name that he is what he had intended. As he was, as he, uh, as Elohim was pleased, uh, then the merciful one attribute called Adam from his heart. She was dwelling in his heart because his Adam, that's the only place the merciful one can dwell. There was no temple, there was no holy ark, no cherub from gold that she can dwell there. Uh, there was only Adam's heart, and our heart, you know, we, she, uh, uh, the merciful one, uh, we are created to provide her uh, a room. So she, t- she called from, uh, from, our, from inside of our heart, from inside Adam's heart, she called him up and said, Well, Adam, my son, what name should you give me now? Oh, this is a little more difficult. So Adam scratched his head, so to speak, and he said, "You know, I'll call you. You were, you were here before, and you will be. You are now, and you will be. So I'll call you. I'll make you an acronym. You were to. You were. He, he, you, he will be, he is, and he was. I'll call you, I'll make you, I'll, I'll tell my children that he will be, he is now, in the future, and he was. Why, she asked him, why do you want to, why did you choose that acronym? Why do you have to tell him that? So he said, you know, when my children will, will be born, and they will hear the story of creation, they will think, oh, the merciful one was never here, and she was only in the future. And uh, she was never here before, and she was never now, and she will only be in the future. She because she dwelt on the Sabbath. So I'm gonna turn around and tell him, no, you you are you actually the merciful one. Although you were not seen in nature, although the nature is like a bubble uh, created by Elohim. In, ruled by Elohim, by his uh, rule of judgment, but you in fact surround that bubble. You are above it. You are dwelling the Sabbath, and the Sabbath actually is not just another creation day. It's the, it's a whole new world. 
which surround our world and it's surround our bubble so you were actually before Elohim made us and you are now while he made us the world and he will, you will always be in the future even when Elohim rests from his work you still be around because you are the powerful one you are the eternal one uh, so that's why I'm going to call you, uh, he, you will be, I will tell him, you will be, he's, he will be, he is, and he was here. So the, in, in short, I'll, I'll call you uh, the acronym YHVH, which in Hebrew sounds a little better. If uh, from Hebrew it comes out readily. And when you see the Yud Hey Vav Hey, you know it's a Ya. It's very simple. We just look at it and it cries out that uh, this is a Yudhev Avke, which is mean the four letter, which is acronym, acronym for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, for, the, for the merciful one. And uh, so that's an acronym. So the question number two now. So this is a story how the name came about. Adam was the one who attributed forgiving names to the judge, to his father in heaven, to his mother in heaven. And he, he so the, the father he called Elohim, so to speak. Father is so to speak. It's not a father in, 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 in human being, in human terms. This is the, 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 the one side that made him the absolute justice attribute and the mother. And, the, and, the, and uh, he called her uh, the attribute of mercy as Yud Hey Vav Hey or Y H V H. That is depicted here. In Hebrew, it comes out beautiful. You, you, don't, have to, you don't think twice when you hear when, when you see that. So uh, you'd have okay now now the question is how how did how did Adam alter it? Did how what how did he call it? That's an acronym. So how how did he how did he call that name from his mouth? How did he say? Did he say Jehovah? Did he say Yahuvah? Did he say Yehivi? What kind of name did, how did he pronounce it? What did he say? And the answer is very, very simple and profound. It only they know it's so simple, and yet you will be astonished that from all the billion of of people on earth, only they know you will should know will know that. And the answer is that you don't put any vowel. It's an acronym. Acronym you read is as an acronym. It's a, such a revelation. It's. A big revelation, I always astonish. People look at me with the wide eyes and they're kind of astonished, you know. What's so astonished about it? It's an acronym. When you see CBS on the TV, it's an acronym, CBS. How do you read it? CBS, letter by letter. You don't have, you don't think for a moment to call it Sabosa or CB Sosa or whatever, you don't put any vowel in it. You read NBC, CNN, no vowels, 
no nothing just you read the letter one by one is it so is it so uh, uh, shocking that, uh, that the acronym you have have hey is just read as it is it's an acronym you have have hey or, J or Y in English Y H V H no vowels in between period Period. No vowel. There is no nabosa. There is no sanan. You won't call CNN sanuni or, or sinona or whatever. There is no vowel. And the same token is you'd, is you'd have okay. It's, it's such an amazing uh, because the error is profoundly spread. And we'll learn, as we learn later on, we'll, you'll understand where the arrow came from, how the Jehovah things uh, came about. Now, why I emphasize it here, because it's, it, you know, the way you pronounce it, it, it shows that you understand what it is. If you say Jehovah, if you, take it as a litmus test. If somebody come and want to tell you, uh, I'm going to teach you a, a Torah class or Bible class. Before we open his mouth, ask him two simple questions. Ask him, please, uh, uh, reverend, or uh, doctor in theology, or, or a professor this, or, or whoever he is. Ask him, please, Mr. XYZ, tell us, before, you, before we give you the permission to talk to us about the Torah, about the Bible, can you tell us, please, just simple two questions. Who created the world? He says God. Well, fine. You you he say you tell him bye bye. There is nothing you can tell us. If you don't know who created the world, what else do you know about the Bible? Ask him now the second question. Uh, what is mercy? Well, perhaps I'm sure, most of them won't even know. You ask him, who is the ancient God of Israel? Jehovah? Fine, you, you scratch him out, you take him off. This is not a person going to talk to you in a convention. Because if he, if he, if he doesn't know that the, the yud Hey vav Hey is not Jehovah, and you cannot pronounce it, so what else can you tell? What else can you tell? Because so much is is dependent on this word. I, I tell you just a quick a quick story just to give you. Uh, I don't know if I should spend time on that or not because it's so self-understood. But just I remember I was driving in Arkansas one day uh, for my clinic, and here's a radio. My radio, the car open, and the poor, and there is a radio station, a public radio station of uh, 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 classical music and they employed a student from university and they, they rotated, the student rotated, they gave, us, they gave them, the, the students were supposed to be students uh, that they should work in the radio, a career as a, a moderator or, or announcer or radio, radio people, so this was the chosen career of them and so they rotated the student, the first or second year student on, on the radio, and they were, they were given a job to announce uh, whatever the program is. So here comes a nice lady, I don't know who she was, and there's a, a and she says, uh, well, concerto number this and this from Bath, 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 
back, 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 over. And I look, I know, I, I, well, my wife was with me in the car or somebody, we look at each other, and we, we felt, we burst in such a laughter. And, and, and what do you mean? She wanted to say, she, she, lady, if you don't know the bad, how to pronounce Beethoven, you don't know anything about classical music. I don't need to know, I, need, I don't even to ask any more questions. I don't need to ask you, do you heard, have you heard Brahms or Rimsky Korsakov or Tchaikovsky or whoever it is? I don't have to ask you that. If you don't know, please, sorry, if you don't know to pronounce who Beethoven was, what else can, what else can you know about music, classical music? Because who, who doesn't know what Beethoven is? <coughs> and the same thing, the same reaction that I have when somebody comes to me, it can be a great scholar. And don't be uh, Karen Armstrong, she writes beautiful books about uh, uh, this British woman. I love her books. She writes about God, the Holy War. I know that you're familiar with us. Many of you are familiar with the books, which I recommend. Beautiful book about the Crusaders, about Holy Wars. But somehow, when uh, she knows so much about Israel, she knows about Israel politics to the depth of the depth. She she writes about rabbis and this and that. She described the the clashes, the cultural clashes in Israel and the Arabs world. She's familiar with Islam, with the Judaism. But suddenly I read a, I read a par I open the book and I read a paragraph there. She 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 writes about Jehovah. Uh, on the king, the, the, the Jews, the ancient, uh, the ancient god of the Jews that on the Judea hills. His name was Jehovah, he's full of vengeance. And that suddenly kind of, I, I was so, uh, before that I was so, I regarded it so highly. And here comes such a scholar, and she says that Jehovah is a, is a, he is a god of the, of the Judean hill. Uh, full of vengeance. Now, to, to, now, this this means pronunciation. That's what she wrote. Betray the fact that she simply don't understand what that. First of all, she's talking not about God of vengeance, but she calls it God of of mercy of all things. Well, sometimes the God of mercy can uh, the attribute of mercy can be anger against Pharaoh or against somebody like that. Uh, against Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah, that's a different story. To be angry, attribute of mercy, not a judge. She can in, be enraged too. But 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 to say that, but to miss the, the, what betrayed her ignorance of what 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 uh, actually the whole Torah is all about is the fact that she could not she could not pronounce it. She said Jehovah. So again, I'm going to our topic. Uh, uh, our topic is uh, the, the name, that, uh, that, uh, the right name, how to pronounce it. Now, where is it written in the Bible? Now, if, I, if you open chapter 1, if you open chapter 1, Uh, I, I must be misunderstanding something. What then is prohibition against speaking the divine name? Speaking the divine name is a, is a general is a general general um, 
prohibition to say any, even the name Elohim, is, I, I replace it here with Elohim. If you know, so I always say Elohim, and I re, mis, misplace the He with K, to mispronounce it on purpose. So every holy name, there is a the number two, number two, uh, or number three actually, a commandment in, in the Ten Commandments of Moses, is don't, don't, do not uh, pronounce my name in vain. So I cannot just go around and say oh, the holy name in vain. Well, when I teach Torah, it's not in vain, so I'm allowed to say the name, even when, when, when I teach Torah, so I can pronounce the white name as even with hey, not with K. Yet, uh, uh, we, 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 uh, we, we take ourselves a little stringency here, and we try to refrain and make, we, we, we try to limit the pronunciation of the name as much as whole, as much as possible. But when I say you have FK, it's, it, it's, it's not because I don't, I, I don't want to pronounce the, the right name. Jehovah, because Jehovah is the right name and I don't want to pronounce because, because I, when I say you have FK, I say it because this is a name. This is how it should be pronounced, and 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 and, and now in reverence, in reverence. Well, the, in, the, in fact, in fact, we we in the synagogue we don't even say that. In fact, in the synagogue we replace that name with a lower name as a measure of reverence, and we said. We said, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say it in vain now, but we have another name, which is, uh, well, for the purpose of the class, we say Adonai. Adonai is mean my Lord. Now, again, when you say in English, my Lord, every time the, the name appears, they say Lord. Uh, so Lord is just the rank in the British Parliament. You know, there is a, in the British system, there is a Lord. So it's a title. People take my Lord, you know. Think, people think about it as a Lord, whereas when Abraham said Adonai, he meant something else. He didn't mean a, a title in the British uh, uh, rank, a uh, royalty. But when he said Adonai, means a very, very specific meaning. When we come to Abraham, we will understand it. But it's lower. It's lower than the Yudhevavke. Uh, and that's why I replace it. We, we, when we see the holy name, we replace it with Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud, Adonai. Uh, but but the, 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 there, there are, are notions, there are, there are people who say, and that's not the Rambam. There are traditions, there are people who say that the Yud, Hev, Avkei, the holy, the holy, uh, the, in the Holy Yom Kippur, the Holy Priest, in, in, when he entered the, in, in the Holy of Holy in Yom Kippur, in the, in the Atonement Day, he uttered that name when he came out. But in fact, and I give you a whole class on that, uh, it, according to the Rambam, according to the other, it was not that name, the full name, the full letter name, but he uttered another name. It could be 72 names, it can be 42 names, and and what the, what comprising those so the, what compri, what letters comprise those holy long holy names? That's a different story. It doesn't relate to us now. As I said, there is a scale of holiness, and we are talking about that level of the attribute of mercy, 
which is only attribute. We are not talking about the essence or other title of of the crowns and other title of, of the creator. We are talking about on that level of 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 of, of uh, faces of uh, attribute. And here is simply this, the the halachic way to the halachic way to call it is to say you have Afkei. In fact, we don't even say that. We just say Hashem, the name, the name. So we 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 move the we move ourselves farther down, farther down, uh, even as much far to to avoid pronunciation. But that's not our topic. Our topic is to understand what it came from. It came from he he was. He is and he will be. And I wanted to to share with you where it came from. I mean, where it is written in the Bible. And I think uh, I will leave it there. I will leave it there for the next. Uh, I will leave it for the next day because uh, we won't have a, we we won't have a time to to discuss it in detail, but maybe I'll show you here, to show you a glimpse, we'll discuss it, we'll start here next week, if God help. You see, where do you expect that name to dwell? Where do you expect it to sit? You won't expect to see that holy name, the yud heh vav name, you won't, you won't expect to see it in the first chapter, because the chapter, the first chapter is full 32 times full of the name of Elohim. Elohim is the heart of nature. So the story of the sixth day creation, you cannot, you don't even expect to find the merciful one there because he's not there. He may be behind it, as Adam perceived it, he may be behind it, around it, in the world surrounding our world, but he's certainly not in, in our world at the time of creation. So you don't find that name uh, in the open in the in the sixth day. Where will you find it? Will you find it on the Sabbath? It will on the Sabbath. Well, that's a different story. Um, but uh, uh, hold on just a second. I think I, I must go on a second. Well, I'm here again. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't. I, I had to take care of something here. I couldn't delay it. Uh, now, uh, I will leave it to you for the second, for next little bit class to see where it is written. And I can. I gave you a hint. It cannot be written in, in the first chapter. 
it can be uh, either it's on Saturday on Sabbath or, or in it uh, I can only tell you it is written right at the right place it there is no only only Torah wisdom can can write it only heavenly wisdom can design uh, such a, with such an insight can design can can design a proper place to present that name the first time it's such a meaningful in such a meaningful way and meaningful the whole message what it is it's you will find it uh, where uh, exactly related to where where it was written uh, so we'll discuss it again, how it is shown in the Bible next time. Where it's, where the, it's, it's a beautiful story and you have to understand it thoroughly because it tells you everything about that name. Where it is shown and how it's, how it's protrude, where it's uh, between Saturday and Friday. And it explains you everything we were talking about. It will show you in the verses that everything I told you about, how she came down as a ray of light into the world in the cherub you will see the cherub you will see the ray of light you will see her, her feet protruding into into the friday into our world and we'll discuss it next time it's a beautiful beautiful acronym now uh and and it's situated right now i think the the time is over almost and i want to sum up today to you uh just in a nutshell so what is ben noach what is distinguished between Benoch and other people? Benoch is accurate in his knowledge. He knows who created the world. He knows what for, and and you know what, and you know now he knows uh, who, who is uh, who created Adam, who participated in creating Adam. How was Adam was created, and for what purpose, and for what judgment? What is waiting for us? What is expecting from us, and so on. Uh, that's the that's the separate between Ben Noach and the rest of the world. And Ben Noach know what the Sabbath is. The Sabbath is synonymous with Noah. He said, he already said it many times. Noah and the Sabbath is synonymous. And uh, the concept of the Sabbath is Noah. The sub the concept of mercy is Noah because she that's the only person in Torah I think that he says that uh, Noah was found face in the eyes of the merciful one and and so we so everything we speak is is really directly to to the Noahide movement yeah, it's it's the core and the Rosh Hashanah the day everything we we have we speak now the whole story of the Friday is uh, uh, the judgment is, is Rosh Hashanah and also every Friday so these are the, the what North movement should build itself around any question before we quit alright so uh, next uh, we'll see you here next station uh, same station next week and prepare yourself if you wish Read, read, you can go to the, to the site here, uh, my site here, and you can read, prepare yourself for next week class. Read where and how the merciful aspect, the merciful attribute showed itself in the Torah. Here, class 18, 
meet the beautiful acronym uh, YHVH. Well, have a nice week. God bless you. Bye. Take care.